0: Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well this podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing embracing and honoring themselves awaken and empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth inner work and mental health and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here alive and breathing and taking up space listen in for soul-centered inspiration heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Awaken and Empower. And also welcome to a new month. This episode is coming out on June 1st, the first day of a brand new month and if you know me, you know that I love a good transition in any sort of cycle, be it a new week, a new month, a new season, a new year, all that good stuff. I just think it's such a powerful time to check in and reevaluate and set intentions and just welcome the shift in energy that can come with these transitions. And I hope today's episode will help you do just that. At the start of every month, I do a sort of monthly ritual to check in with how the previous month went and what I'd like to welcome into myself and my life in the coming month. And one of my favorite parts of my monthly ritual is doing oracle and tarot card spreads. These readings are such a powerful way to check in and self-reflect and receive some divine guidance that can be really helpful to keep in mind in the transition into the new month. At the beginning of this year, I also set up a little altar type space in my room so that I can lay out the monthly and weekly card readings that I do. And so they're always out in the open and I can see them and sit with them in meditation and Yeah, creating that space was just such a big energy shift in my spiritual practice and also my monthly rituals. So I thought in today's episode, we would do some oracle card readings to help us all set the tone for June. No matter when you're listening to this, whether it's the beginning of June or any other month or at any other time of transition, I hope the messages we receive will be empowering for you. If you've been listening to the show for a little while, then you've probably already tuned into the previous oracle card reading episodes, but if you haven't, you can always go back and listen. We've done quite a few now, and it's always fun for me because I feel like it makes the podcast a little bit more interactive. So basically how it works is I'll pull one card from three different oracle decks live, so I won't know what's coming up. I'll be pulling them with you and you get to choose before the readings which one you'd like to be your own so you can choose reading one two or three or you can choose based on the card deck or the timestamp of the reading whatever feels good to you you can also choose to listen in on all three because who knows you may receive strong messages from all of the readings and it could just be fun to see what comes up in each reading but if you'd rather just skip to your reading you can find the timestamp for it in the show notes so basically do what your heart tells you this is your reading and i'm just here to facilitate it today i decided to use three decks that i've used in previous oracle card episodes but i haven't used them together in this combination so we're shaking things up a bit here so the first deck will be the rose oracle by rebecca campbell The second deck is the Divine Feminine Oracle by Megan Watterson, and the third deck is the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck by Kim Kranz. You can find links for all of these decks in the show notes in case you'd like to see what they look like. That's one thing I wish was different about these episodes. I wish you could see the cards I pull. I mean, the descriptions and meanings are potent enough, but in combination with the artwork, it's just really powerful but yeah anyways if you'd like to get a feel for what these cards look like just go to the links in the show notes no matter what you do at the beginning of each new month I hope this episode enhances your practice and helps you set the tone for this new month of June so let's get into the card readings Our first reading will come from the Rose Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. I'm just going to give the cards a shuffle. If you have a question in mind, a specific question, just keep that in in your mind. And if you're just here to receive messages about how to set the tone for the new month, then that's cool too. All right, so I'm going to pick the card that's on the top of the deck. All right, the card that I pulled is Rose Without Thorns. You have a right to your joy, peace, sweetness of life. I'm just going to read the description. rose without thorns you have a right to your joy peace sweetness of life most roses have thorns that protect the plant when you walk past it's so easy to get caught on their spiky stems as if the thorns themselves are an initiation for the observer to get to the breathtaking beauty and scent of the queen of all flowers in full bloom however There are a small number of roses that are unlike most, possessing few or no thorns, and that's what this card is all about. The rose without thorns is an invitation to dive straight into the sweetness of your life, to rest into the softness, to enjoy the delicious fragrance, to rest in and relish what it means to be currently alive in this body, to embrace all the beauty and bliss that life has to offer. You have a right to your joy, and the rose without thorns wants you to take every ounce of it in right now, to celebrate and lose yourself in the sweetness of your life. This is a rare moment in time of deep peace and enjoyment. You're being called to taste all that it has to offer, to drink it all in. You deserve every drop. You've worked for this moment. Embrace it now with open arms. It's safe for you to enjoy this, to welcome this to embody all of this. And while life is ever-changing and forever inviting us to grow, right now, your lesson is to be in the delight of it all. And the rose transmission for this card is, I have a right to my joy. I appreciate and drink in the sweet nectar of my life. wow i have never pulled this card before and i think this is such a beautiful card to set the tone for a new month or any sort of transition you might be going through it's such a powerful reminder to just relish in the sweetness of your life and rest in it and surrender to it and appreciate it because you know life can often be this constant uphill battle of striving for goals and doing all the things and it can be easy to forget to just take a break and look around and appreciate, find gratitude for where you are no matter where that is. I love how this card says it's time to to rest into the softness, to enjoy the delicious fragrance, to rest in and relish what it means to be currently alive in this body That is so empowering to just be grateful to be alive and here in this moment. So take a second to feel into what came up for you as I read this card. What does it mean to you? What feelings does it bring up? What images maybe? And how can you carry the energy of this card into the new month? And how can it help you set the tone for moving forward into your life? I think the message of this card is pretty clear. It's just to find joy and peace and sweetness in your life. So maybe think about how you can do that. What does that look like for you? What would that feel like? Are there any practices you think that you could do to really embody what this card is saying? So, yeah, a big part of these oracle card readings is to really feel into what it means for you. Of course, I'm going to share what I think the card means and what it brings up for me. But what's important is that you take the time to feel into what comes up for you with these card readings and, and how you can bring these messages forward with you as you move into this new month or whenever you're listening to this. So, That was the Rose Without Thorns card. If this was your card, I really hope that it brought you a sense of joy and peace and sweetness and helps you to set this restful and grateful tone for the new month. second card reading is coming from The Divine Feminine Oracle by Megan Watterson. Just gonna give the cards a shuffle. And again, if you have a specific question, keep that in mind. And I'm gonna pick the card that is in the middle of the deck. All right, the card I pulled was Akiolanda, the goddess of never not broken. Everything happens for my liberation. I choose to become only more love. All right, and I'll read the description in the guidebook. Akiolanda, the goddess of never not broken. Everything happens for my liberation. I choose to become only more love. Who she is. Akilanda represents the essence of the phoenix. She's the indestructible energy that embraces change. She knows that everything is conspiring to transform her into only more love and light. Akilanda is an elusive goddess from Hindu mythology. Her full name is Akilanda Devshari, Ifshari in Sanskrit means female power or goddess, and Akilanda means never not broken. So she is the goddess of never not broken. She can never be broken, because she always is. She is the embodiment of what we try to avoid, the dissolution of our ego's identity. Her power is unparalleled. She radiates the potent light and joy that's the goal of change, transformation, or pain. There is very little written about her. She is meant to be known through experience. She is an intimate, interior goddess that we meet when we are in the darkest moments of grief and heartbreak. She shows us where our energy is trapped, where we have been stifled in routines or others' expectations of us. And she whispers the liberation we will experience once we let ourselves break open and allow the new expression of ourselves to come blazing through. She reminds us that we always have the power to choose to see every event as yet another opportunity to become more light, to become more of the radiant soul we are here to be. When your soul selects her card. Many of us exert tremendous energy in the effort to not break or fall apart. We resist our grief, our heartbreak, or we deny the need to change until the choice no longer feels like it's ours. Something sideswipes us in our ordinary life and shatters who we think we are and how we identify ourselves. Here's what Akilanda reminds us. Vulnerability is our greatest strength. If we are always broken, we can never break. Akilanda is the most intimate and personally powerful goddess because she meets us in those moments when we can feel most alone, most exposed, and most afraid. She models how to thrive in the midst of change, She uses pain to joyfully and purposefully transform. She sees everything as an opportunity to release what isn't serving her. And she knows that being broken isn't a failure or something we should avoid. It's actually the whole point. We are here to let our ideas of ourselves go up in flames so that beneath the ashes, the soft core of who we truly are arises. And so that we remember that it's not the heart that ever breaks, it's the ego. The heart only ever expands. And the soul voice meditation for this card is, What heartbreak can I see now as an opportunity to expand? And the intention, Everything happens for my liberation. I choose to become only more love. Hmm... Well, just like with the first reading, I have not ever pulled this card before, I don't think. So, so far it's two new cards, which is very exciting. Um, So, take a second to feel into whatever came up for you as I read the description for that card. What feelings arise for you, what images, maybe what stories are playing through your head. Just anything that comes up. What does this card mean to you? I think this card is a very powerful reminder that it's through the hard times in life and through the cracks in our heart, through all the heartbreak that's how the light gets in, that's how we grow and like the card says, you know, being broken isn't a failure or something we should avoid. It's actually the whole point. Because as we break, we become more of who we truly are. And we shed the layers of who we think we should be. And I also love how the card says, Remember that it's not the heart that ever breaks. It's the ego. I never really thought about it that way. It's, uh, and it's true. I think I need to sit with that a bit longer just to really feel into how I, how I feel about that. But yeah, it's not the heart that ever breaks, it's the ego. The heart only ever expands. That's such a beautiful way to, I guess, kind of look at what happens when we go through hard times in life. Maybe it's the ego that makes us feel pain, but in reality, those hard times are helping our heart to expand. And I think too with this card it's a reminder that we don't need to avoid our pain and our grief and our sadness and anger or anything that we're taught is not a comfortable or acceptable emotion. You know we live in a world where grief and pain and all of that like it's just something to avoid or something to fix or get over so that we can move into the more quote-unquote positive ways of feeling but It's all valid. Your pain is valid. Your grief is valid. It's all important to your journey and your soul's quest to help you become more of who you truly are. So I think there's a lot to learn from this card. And so feel into how you can bring these messages into the new month and how it can help you set the tone for what may be to come there's so much you could take from this card. So it's really all about feeling into what feels best for you. So if this is your card, I hope that it brought you some empowering messages to help you set the tone for the new And final card reading is coming from the Animal Spirit deck by Kim Kranz. I'm going to shuffle the cards. And if you have a specific question in mind, hold that with you. And I'm going to pick the card on the bottom of the deck. Alright, the card that I picked is Vulture. And let's see what that says in the guidebook. Okay. Vulture, guardian and purifier, essential for rebalance. The vulture is perhaps the most misunderstood creature of all. This intriguing bird balances our ecosystem and prevents the spread of disease. It does the dirty work that no one else wants to do and cleans up our messes. The vulture appears when there's a situation that needs to be purified or brought back into balance. Remember, the vulture is greatly undervalued. What you thought was a mistake or tragedy is a blessing in disguise. When in balance, it clarifies and reveals wisdom When out of balance, it's dramatic and aggressive. To bring into balance, clean your space and use sage. Okay, well again, all three cards that I pulled today, I've never pulled before. So there's lots of newness energy happening here. So again, if this is your card, just feel into what came up for you as I read it. Any feelings, any images, any stories going through your head? Just what does this card bring up for you? And what does it mean for you? I'm not going to lie. When I first pulled the card, I was kind of like, oh, this seems like a dark, a dark card. Because Vulture seems like a dark and kind of scary animal. But I love the meaning behind this kind of imposing and dark bird. It's a guardian and purifier and essential for rebalance. And I love how it says that the vulture appears when there's a situation that needs to be purified or brought back into balance. So maybe think about areas of your life that might need some purifying or areas where you could bring about a more empowering sense of balance. I know that that's something that I've been working on in my own life. Just kind of redefining what balance means to me and what it looks like. And really trying to bring a sense of balance into my daily life as much as I can anyways. Um, So yeah, maybe also with this card you can think about what balance means to you. And what rebalancing even looks like. And if there are areas in your life that are kind of needing this energy... And the card also says that what you thought was a mistake or tragedy is a blessing in disguise. Hmm. So what does that mean to you? What you thought was a mistake or tragedy is a blessing in disguise. So have you been through anything hard lately? Have you experienced any mistakes or tragedies? And if you have... How can you look at those as a blessing in disguise? Where is the blessing in the hard things that you're going through? I love the unexpectedness of the messages in this card and I have a deeper appreciation for the vulture now and and what it does for our ecosystem and what it can mean for, for us as humans and how we can bring this meaning into our daily life. So again, if this was your card, feel into what it means for you and think about how you can bring these messages forward with you to help you set the tone for a new month. were all three of our oracle card readings for this episode thank you so much for listening i hope the messages that you received resonated with you in some way and i hope they give you something to hold on to as we move into and through june or any other new month If you'd like to share what you got out of your reading, I'd love to hear from you. You can always email me at shaylenivony at livingembrace.ca and connect with me on Instagram at living.embrace. And you can also visit my website, livingembrace.ca. I'm wishing you an empowered month. And until next time, sending you lots of love and I'll talk to you in the next episode.